ブラックパンサー。What up, Superhouse Podcast listeners? This is Stefan, and I am joined by Maddie. Hey, what's up, guys? And I'm also joined by Joey. What's happening? This is episode 111 of the Superhouse Podcast, and we're going to review Black Panther.、Uh, our boy Andrew has yet to see the film we're about to review, so he'll be chiming in a little bit later.、Um, so I'm just going to hop right into it, if that's all right with everybody. Let's do it.、Uh, Let's do it. <laughs> All right, so I'll go Maddie, then Joey, and then myself.、Um, that okay, order.、Cool. So, Maddie, just your brief overall opinion of what you saw. Go ahead.、Um, I mean, dude, I was just,、uh, my roommate just asked, he goes, Oh, like, how was it lengthwise? And, like, you know, was it like, it was it long? I was like, No, I wanted it to be longer. All right. And I was like, Maybe that's the, like, maybe that means the movie's really great because just time just went by and I didn't even notice because I was、yeah. having such a good time watching the movie. Um, I think when you start paying attention to run times and shit, or like when you're like, look at your watch and you're like, Jesus, man, come on. Black Panther does not do that. It gets in, it, like, it just starts up, it hits all the notes it needs to hit, and it's like, I'm done. Bet you're ready for the next one, aren't you? You're like, yes, give me part two now. I want to know more. I want, all, I want everything.、Um, but yeah, man, I, I loved it. I had a great time watching it. Not in the just little thing here.、Um, I really. Not knowing anything about Black Panther, and I usually read up or am pretty read up on certain characters、mm-hmm. when I go see. And I didn't want to read anything about Black Panther, even though I'm sure there's some good, great runs out there, and like even some new stuff I've heard is really good.、Yeah. Um, but I just didn't want to. I just wanted to go into a Marvel movie not really knowing anything,、yeah. except for like the cast. And, like I knew it was a Black Panther movie, I knew who the villains like the villains were, you know, I knew all that from watching the other films. But it was kind of nice just to like let the story unfold and not be like, well, they didn't do this. And this isn't the Captain America I know. And this isn't how I. Why isn't Iron Man drinking more? He's an alcoholic.、Yeah. You know,、um, I just really enjoyed just being able to watch a Marvel movie and not like not know anything about it and、right. just kind of let that story and like. Uh, Ryan Coogler's like vision of Black Panther with the guy he wrote it with. Sorry, totally forgot to. Oh, yeah. Whoever he wrote it with.、Um, apologies.、Uh, but yeah, man, it was great. I don't even know if that's how the real story is、uh, brought about in the comics, but I thought it was fucking fantastic. Awesome. Joey, what'd you think about it? And I liked it a lot.、Um, I, I think I agree with Maddie. Like, I didn't really notice the runtime. There was the, you know, An, an, an area in the film where I'm like, okay, this is this is happening. I kind of see where it's going. And I'm like,、yeah. there's still more of the movie left. So clearly, this is what's going to happen. I don't want to give away too many spoilers at the moment.、Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I may have thought about time in that sense.、Um, yeah. But I mean, I, I thought it was really well done. It you know, wasn't necessarily an origin story.、Um, it's, you know, it's, it's,、um, You know, he's kind of already a Black Panther. Th- well, he's, he's coming back from,、uh, you know, what we've seen him in before, I think、yeah. the Captain America films. And,、uh, you know, I, I think overall, man, I just I really liked it. I had fun.、Uh, they really had the characters, like, you know, they really just had, had fun with it as well. Like the,、yeah. the little sister was great. And、um, uh, Michael B. Jordan as the villain was a really. Uh, powerful and uh, uh, believable villain. Yeah.、Um, you know, I,、uh, I, I liked it a lot. Can't wait to see more. 
Cool. Awesome. Uh, yeah, the guy's name is Joe Robert Cole, who co-wrote uh, this with Ryan Coogler. Um, so my opinion, I, I also really liked it. It was a lot of fun uh, going into it. It just like took off as soon as it um, started. And I liked the chemistry between all the characters. They did really well at the ensemble cast. Um, and each character stood out in a really unique way. Um, you know, nobody got lost in the shuffle. I don't think like too many heads to remember or whatever. Although there was a lot of people to remember. Um, they all kind of like fit their roles really nicely. Um, yeah, and coming off of, of Thor Ragnarok and also like Captain America Civil War where we've seen, so Civil War we saw Black Panther and then Thor Ragnarok just was this like explosion of style. I feel like Black Panther is a really fitting addition to all that. Um, it was a lot of fun. In my opinion, maybe a little too long at points, but um, could get into that more later. Wrong. Uh, <laughs> so, so, Maddie, was there was there anything about this film that you disliked? Okay, there are. I did have some gripes. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, I I thought some of the CG for a Marvel film was a little bit of a letdown at points. I thought some of like uh, the Black Panther battle in the finale yeah. was a little weird looking at points. It reminded me a lot of the CG in Blade Two, much better. But <laughs> just kind of that rubber band kind of look to it. Yeah, totally. And I understand that that suit enhances them a lot, but it was like at some points I was like, I like this movie a lot, and the actors are really selling it. But gosh darn it, put those dudes in fucking rubber suits, god damn it! Right. Like, do some fight scenes, like up close fight scenes. Um, I have a big problem with like when stuff takes place and like I don't know. I just don't like when superheroes like fall down to another level, and mm -hmm. it's like, oh, what is this? And I didn't really like. I mean, I like the final battle and like what it ultimately ends up happening with him and Killmonger. I thought was great, you know, because it like it seemed like Ryan Coogler kind of knew like where his weaknesses were. So he made up for it with great actors and like a good script. Yeah, because he's like, man, I don't really know how to shoot action. I only make indie fucking films, dude, you know, and you and I love that, like through some of the film, that stuff shines through like the grittiness of his like like Fruitvale Station came to mind in some scenes. Yeah. But I felt like it was just kind of too CG heavy and I wanted it a little more grounded. And I understand Wakanda is not a real place. And I love the like the futuristic, uh, like Afro futuristic, however they're describing it, um, yeah. whatever phrase they're using. I really love the way it looked. I just felt like some of it at some points kind of got a little muddy to me. Okay. But that didn't distract me. Like, I would give this, like, 95. Like, I had a great time watching this movie. Um, I would also say, Joey, you did say that you like Michael B. Jordan in it. And I think his mm -hmm. scenes where he's, like, with his dad and then at the end when he's watching the sunset, great. I just thought yeah. some, some of his villain moments just weren't, like, I didn't seem, I don't know. Just sometimes I was like, ah, come on. He could be a little better. Um, just because I've seen him, like, I don't know. Uh, it, it didn't bug me because I was there for Black Panther and I knew this event had to happen with this character. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. Cause I, Michael B. Jordan is a solid actor. I just thought, some, and I thought that some of the end scenes where he becomes Kings felt a little rushed too. Yeah. It was like, Oh, we'll just send them. We'll just send out the weapons, send them out. And I was like, Oh dude, buddy. like, come on, man. I don't know. I just wanted a little more. And I think like the ending kind of just like kind of fell apart a bit for me, but I, everything leading up to it was great. And then, I think the final post-credit sequence was really good to kind of encapsulate everything, and these events had to happen to get us ready for Infinity War mm -hmm. and stuff. So those are probably my biggest gripes um, with it. Oh, yeah, uh, I'll just say this. I did love the CG rhinos. 
Yeah. But I also hated them because okay. first of all, people were riding rhinos pretty dope. Like I'm down. But then at some points I was like, oh my God, really? Like, come on, Marvel. You could have thrown a couple more thousand at this or just get that guy who fixed uh, Henry Cavill's uh, upper lip. Come on, man. He did like 600 bucks. Like, come on. The money. But uh, those are just little gripes. And I mean, uh, I think it just comes with, you know, all of us here on this podcast and I'm sure other people, we watch a shit ton Uh, of movies. So some stuff that like probably doesn't matter to a lot of people, that stuff, because like at the end of the day, it's like, it's like the cultural relevance of this movie is fucking great. You know, it's like, it's going to make a shit ton of money. Ah, it just like that thing. It kind of like whatever the whatever I see is like a weak point in the film. Like what this film is doing overshadows all that. Mm-hmm. But you did specifically ask what I did not like, and those are the points I did not like in the movie. <laughs> right on, uh, right on. Yeah, I wonder how the numbers are so far for it. Where's um, Andrew? Still <laughs> numbers guy. Still, Andrew guy. Last night I was still looking at about. It's going to beat Age of Ultron like two hundred million. Okay, yeah, for sure. So I don't know if it's going already a hit. Um, So Joey, was there anything about the film that you disliked? Uh, Yeah, Um, (laughs) basically a lot of the CG, like as Maddie had pointed out. Uh, Mm -hmm. I was going to mention the rhinos because I think that was probably the biggest one for me, Uh, mostly when they were fighting, Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, I think they could have done better with that. Um, again, with the sort of rubber man stuff, um, the seeing the fighting with, uh, King T'Challa and, um, Umbaka, I believe is his name. Um, the gorilla, the gorilla guy lives in the mountain, like, and, and then him fighting Michael B. Jordan, like out of the suits, they had to like actually fight, you know, they actually had like moves and T'Challa did this, like, this, like, I don't know what you like under, I don't even know what you call this grab with the, uh, the uh, bottom of his knee. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. flipped his leg over and like had, had this guy in a headlock with his leg. And like yeah. that move was fucking awesome. Yeah. It had some good uh, like martial arts. In it. Yeah. Like that was cool. Like I, w- I w- would have liked to have seen more of that, mm-hmm. um, you know, sort of with the Panther suits. Yeah, definitely. Um, I and I mean, story wise, I had no issues. It just, you know, just kind of visual effects kind of issues. The Michael B. Jordan thing that Maddie mentioned, um, like I kind of understand sort of where they went with that. Um, kind of just sort of the sort of new age hip hop versus the mm-hmm. sort of uh, 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 African culture sort of uh, history, you know, mm-hmm. sort of uh, dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, that, that that didn't bother me too much. But I think yeah, just mostly sort of the CGI type stuff. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Also, in my opinion, I feel like I agree with you guys. The CG is pretty weak in the fight scenes, um, and you know, they it seemed like they relied a little too much on that. Uh, I did also feel like Michael B. Jordan's performance was a little weak at times. There were parts when it was stronger. Um, so yeah, I agree with you guys uh, that the CG was a little weak during the fights and everything, the rhinos and stuff. It started looking a little cartoony at times and seemed like they're pretty heavily reliant on the CG. Um, mm-hmm. I also felt like Michael B. Jordan's performance was a little weak at times. It was stronger at other times, uh, but it was kind of, I, I feel like, you know, I've seen him in better, in better conditions, you know, it seemed like he did best what he could with that villain and, um, he he's such a baby face too, so it seems like he's more accustomed to being like a hero type of character. 
Um, yeah. One thing that one thing that gets me um, is is the fighting your doppelganger kind of scenes in films that we're seeing a lot of. Yeah, uh, seems recently it really bugged me in Logan as like his the main villain is he's fighting himself essentially, and yeah. I really don't like that in movies. And it seems like something that these comic book movies are kind of falling down on. And there's like a metaphor there, but kind of over the metaphor. Um, other than that, there wasn't too much I disliked uh, at all really yeah. it was you know there's little nitpicky things here and there but i'm trying to reserve that more for like a you know a more overall review style <laughs> um yeah uh, sorry maybe you had something to say oh yeah i was just gonna say there's that last line where um t'challa's like ah, we can save you you know before he pulls the dagger out yeah and he says something like what are you gonna do just like put me in bonds and blah 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 so he ultimately decides to kill himself Right. And I just like that. Like, I mean, I get the cultural relevance of that line, mm -hmm. but it's like, I feel like it would have been better to child was like, no, we can make it better. We can start again. You can be someone new. And then I felt like Michael B. Jordan should have been like, I'm not going to change. Yeah. Like I was born this way. something. I just felt like it was like, I don't know when I heard it. I mean, like, that's cool. But I just was like, I don't know. It's like T'Challa didn't even really say anything to try to like turn him good. And I feel yeah. like that's the character. And that part of it was kind of like, ah, all right. I mean, I guess you got to end the movie, you know? So, yeah. and we don't need him to like stay around to be a villain again, which that's always my issue with some of these movies is like yeah. them killing off, like could be cool villains later on. Yeah. Um, Cause I mean like fucking look at Loki. Loki's been around for fucking ever, you know? Yeah. It's like yeah. Kill Eric Killmonger couldn't have stayed around for another film or two and maybe helped him out in the sequel or something. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I thought it was kind of like a lame out and um, you know, I get, I get what he was saying with it, but mm -hmm. I feel like it could have been written and performed better. A little better. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, 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 I sort of agree with you there, Maddie. Like I wish that like, cause when I was watching it, I was like, Oh man, maybe he can, um sort of redeem himself you know because he didn't like you know he didn't he didn't black panther didn't fight to kill like you know yeah. he he's they they fought to sort of just um like with with umbaka they sort of you know he just fought to end the you know want to be uprising or challenge mm -hmm. um he didn't need to kill umbaka he was like he's like please you know submit or i'll kill you or whatever and so he ended up submitting and so he's not he's not trying to murder anyone and yeah. so you know just to see like that they could have maybe redeemed him a bit um and not necessarily put him in bonds and say hey look this is let's write this wrong that my ancestors did or my father did in this particular case um where we just left you on in america to sort of survive on your own mm -hmm. let's show you what wakanda is and see what you've basically been missing mm -hmm. you know we may not necessarily yeah. put you in prison because yeah I, well i mean I, it's like it's kind of weird because you oh go ahead because he basically it, from what i can recall and please uh uh correct me if i'm wrong i don't believe in this film that he other than the bodyguards at the beginning that he killed anybody you know he, he tried, kills the one guard Killmonger, he slits to that girl's throat. Yes. Okay, that is true. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Did do oh, that. Yeah. Which um, I have an issue with because it's like there's no blood. Come on, man. You slit someone's fucking throat. It's like Yeah. <laughs> like I could yeah, a red line or something. Um, but yeah, yeah I kind of wish that they would have like 
you know, so showed some sort of redemption. And obviously it was Killmonger's choice to pull the spear out mm -hmm. and, and say, you know, that he would rather die than live in bondage. Um, mm -hmm. So just, yeah, it just kind of happened pretty quick. Um, but that's kind of an ending I would have rather have seen, but I'm not, yeah. I, I totally understand the ending that we got. Yeah. Um, but uh, Maddie, uh, was there anything in particular that really stood out to you that you really loved? Um, um the film. yeah man i think the whole look of the film is fucking great like yeah. i was just sitting there kind of amazed that i like looking at it that we haven't had this kind of like afrofuturistic film like why why don't we make more of this this is fucking yeah. dope looking man Absolutely. like i, I want to know more about like the shady side of wakanda and like you know like basically i want Waka i want a wakanda star wars a couple of wakanda star wars like movies or something you know <laughs> yeah, where you follow these kids coming up from the slums to rise to something greater or something yeah. you know um that i thought every i thought the cause space opera I, yeah i, I just i thought everything looked great yeah i definitely want more um, you know, to, to, to kind of after the infinity war, I definitely want more black Panther for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah anything I, else? I also, oh, sorry. yeah, I thought the soundtrack was fucking dope. I've, I haven't listened to a lot of the um, Kendrick Lamar stuff, but I thought some of the score stuff in between was really good. Yeah. Um, there was only one trip. There's the car chase scene with that Kendrick Lamar song that I didn't really care for. And it's because I didn't like his delivery over it. Uh. Cause like the beat was cool. But the way he was rapping was really fast over it and wasn't really like hitting any of the like, mm -hmm. like you know, any of the notes or like trying to make it flow really well with the beat. Uh, and I'm sure like maybe if I listened to it, I might respect it a little more. But yeah. I just didn't really think it went that well. But generally overall, I thought the soundtrack was dope. I thought the overall look of it was cool. All the actors are fucking amazing. Loved <laughs> his fucking little sister. Yeah. Um, Great. Jesus, fucking in in uh, the fucking uh, in Butu, in what, what? Who's the uh, mountain man? <laughs> Mbaka. Yeah, Mbaka. I thought he was really great as that role. Like uh, when yeah. they go and meet him later on, because I thought he was going to be like a throwaway dude. Like I didn't even see that coming. I was like, where the fuck are they going to run to with Martin Freeman, this white guy? Like, yeah. Come on, where are they going? And then I was like, oh, they going up in the mountains? Yes. Um. So. Uh, yeah, uh, I just like, yeah, man, I think the look and the score and just like that whole just like Afro futuristic, just like, ah, I just like diving into that world, dude. It was cool because yeah. I've never seen it before. It was kind of like Thor Ragnarok. I've never seen that world before. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of why you go to films, right? To see stuff yeah. you've never seen before. Because yeah, if we're just repeating more. the same shit, what's the point going? Yeah. Real quick, Killmonger did kill uh, Forrest Whitaker as well. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Damn. I disliked that moment. Loved me Forrest Whitaker in that role. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Joey, what about you? Is there any any things throughout the film in particular that really stuck with you that you really enjoyed? Um, I oh man, there, there was really a lot. Like there was, you know, there, there's like the funny moments with the car being blown up and uh, uh, Nupita Nyong'o like still in the driver's seat, sliding down the street. Yeah. Um, Michonne, I, I deny Guerrera. I don't know how to say her name correctly, mm -hmm. uh, but she's Michonne on Walking Dead. Oh, all right, yeah, that's that's her. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man! I was watching that movie. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" She <laughs> yeah. was dope, man. Yeah, she's badass, man. She's got some sick fighting moves for sure. Yeah, uh, you know, just like you know, sort of the the the, the female warriors. Is, you know, she's called the general, which is interesting because you never really see a female being called general. Yeah, um, 
you know, and just how, how they sort of protect him because they know, you know, he's still like a, a sort of a young king and they're really uh, uh, regimented. And like in the beginning, it seemed like the don't freeze, you know, and he ends up freezing and they, they sort of, they sort of pick on him when they, when they come back home to meet uh, uh, the mother, um, um, help me, I'm blanking on her name. Um, Angela Bassett. Thank you, Angela Bassett. I don't know the, the um, character. No, the, the, <laughs> the, like the, just, just seeing that world and seeing like the, like Michael B. Jordan's like raised uh, marks where yeah. he like each one is a, is a kill that he got when he was like in the black ops or whatever. Yeah. Uh, just like the, the technology they had, like uh, the, the young sister sort of being like a young Q and she's always yeah, like yeah. You know, making technology better. Um, the, at the end where they, you know, they sort of, they sort of come out into the world and they're, you know, we're, we're Wakanda and this is, you know, they don't really say kind of what they have, but T'Challa is like building like this, uh, this youth center uh, mm-hmm. to sort of help, you know, mm-hmm. in, in um, Oakland. Uh, I thought that was really good. That was, that was great to see. Um, yeah. uh, like, I like you know the the so you have the sort of the Black Panthers and the again the Umbaka guy with the the gorillas you know that was kind of their uh, mascot in a way. Um, there's yeah there's a lot like uh, uh, Claw who, who was played by uh, Andy Serkis was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's you know he just he just looks like a like he just looks like this like kind of like must you know muscular like tough guy and he's got the, the haircut and very sort of south african yeah. uh, vibe, vibe about him yeah so, I mean, yeah there's i mean there's so much cool stuff that you know we don't really see like the the one guys in the council and they never really the one guy did speak for a while but he had like the uh the plate know, the plate exactly like sort of the yeah. lip plate the ear uh, uh gauges i guess you know for lack of a better term of the actual term um but that, that was great to see sort of on the council and just stuff like that man it's just like yeah. again you don't see this a lot mm-hmm. you know it's only in like you know they're usually like you know we slave type films or you know uh yeah. war-torn africa with with militias and stuff um but man i i, I enjoyed the whole film like from beginning to end no doubt Hell yeah. Uh, the things that I really liked about the film is, you know, I love the scenes with him and his little sister. I liked how she was like the um, cue of his like black James Bond universe. Mm-hmm. That was kind of going on all the gadgets and stuff, all the different suits is like, you've never seen that um, probably in any movie that I really loved the costuming and art direction obviously was amazing. Just like elevating that cultural reference, the cultural roots that it had um, and and taking it, you know, not only the Disney Marvel route, but also just like, you know, in a lot of ways, it's it's kind of bordering on total recall and fifth element and just like, you know, good world building, mm-hmm. um, what I really loved. And amidst all its, you know, you know, the numerous flaws that it may have and storytelling and this, this and that, I think it was really well directed. I really mm-hmm. like Ryan Coogler. Um, a lot he really handles the big cast like this really well you know like everybody had got their moment um i felt like um i really loved also andy circus's uh claw a lot just his vibe just like what joey was saying just the style with which they approached him i love the moment where he's like talking about he has a mixtape 
Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of <laughs> yeah. It was kind of cheesy, but I'm like, that's dope. That makes a character like so um, rich, you know. Um, yeah. And you know, other things, just you know, the 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 vibrancy, the colors of things, like the the train fight and the psychedelicness of certain aspects of it, I really love. Um, uh, so yeah, that was good, you know, and, uh, moving on to the next issue at hand, um, amidst all the pantheon of Marvel films that we've gotten so far with which there are many, like, where do you feel like this one lies? Do you feel like it's one of the stronger films or obviously it's, it's, we all like it. It's not one of the weaker ones, but, um, how do you guys feel about its impact in the Marvel universe right now? Uh, I mean, I think it's one of the stronger ones. I mean, I think everyone at this point is kind of getting tired of certain characters and, you know, just the way that Marvel felt like, you know, like, let's let's get some other, let's get some people of color in these roles. Let's, you know, do something a little different. And I think with like Thor Ragnarok and then um, this, I think it's really showing like what Marvel might have in store for us with other stories, maybe even centering around uh you know character names that we've seen before but i like that they're taking this jump and you know i mean it takes a lot of guts like if they would have made this movie before or after event the first avengers mm-hmm. you would have had captain america as the sidekick or it would have been a captain america uh-huh. movie and right and black panther would have been his buddy in it and i mm-hmm. like that they took the I leap and they're like this is fucking black panther you're only going to get one white dude who who's a bad guy, which is is Claw, uh, and uh, and then you're gonna get one other white guy, um, Everett Ross, and that's all you're getting. This is a black movie, <laughs> and it was great because yeah. <laughs> you know I just people were just having a great time watching it. People clapped at the end of this movie in the theater cool. I saw it at. Awesome. And I mean that's what I mean. I you know I don't clap or anything because I'm just like that was a good movie. I keep stuff to myself. This isn't a concert. Uh-huh. You know I don't need to like. <laughs> do that but i like when people do it because it makes me go oh cool there was at least like yeah maybe this whole audience isn't feeling the same way i am right now and i just you know i think that really you know when that happens it just means that it solidified the movie a little bit that uh it is good and people are enjoying it and this is what i think people want to see because i think like i don't think anybody clapped at the end of thor ragnarok i mean it was a good movie and i enjoyed it but Mm -hmm. did it really break i mean Visually, it kind of broke a barrier, but you know, it's kind of it's Thor, you know. But I think people are re- really are ready for new characters, mm-hmm. and just you know, I mean, you know, Black Panther, Captain America team up. I'll watch that fucking movie. I'm not opposed to it. Come on, Marvel, bring it my way. But mm-hmm. at the same time, yeah. like, let's get some of these other characters that we don't hear a lot about. I think people are ready for those movies now. You yeah. know, they want they want to go and. You know, we all know Wolverine. Like, listen, listen, Marvel. I want that. I want another Wolverine movie. Don't get me wrong, but. You know, like seeing Black Black Panther story, not really knowing much about Black Panther was great, you know? Yeah. And I want more of that. I want you to pull from the depths, you know? I think there was a rumor that there wanted to be someone, I think uh, the guy who did Thor Ragnarok was talking about doing a Vision and Scarlet Witch movie. I was like, fuck yeah, that sounds awesome because they did that Vision family movie or whatever, yeah. or comic. And uh, yeah. I was like, that sounds like a cool fucking idea. The family, a family adventure movie by Marvel featuring Vision and Scarlet. I'd watch that shit, dude. Yeah, sounds great, awesome. but... I feel like, uh, yeah, it's I think it's up there with some of the best ones, and I think Black Panther is setting the path for this. You know, we all know we're getting into different phases now, but this is the right track, in my opinion. Cool, and yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, how about you, Joey? 
how do you feel about the overall place of this movie? And like, you know, because a lot of what we talked about was like Doctor Strange kind of being maybe a little weaker, a little easier to kind of like shove, push to the side, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, you know, I it, since you since you sort of talked about Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange is sort of a character that's always like depending on you know, obviously we all like different characters for different reasons, yeah. but um, it, Black Panther has definitely has a you know uh is i think a stronger character than necessarily dr strange Mm -hmm. um but in for black panther i think that it definitely is one of the better marvel single hero films yeah um uh it's definitely a marvel style film you know Mm -hmm. it's it's it, it definitely isn't the way the story is, you know, and the, and the sort of the way it looks and sort of the music, uh, as far as the, uh, the score of it, mm-hmm. um, it's still very like Marvel. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it yeah. doesn't really, it doesn't really fall outside of that too much, but mm-hmm. it's obviously something we've never really seen Wakanda. We've never seen, you know, Black Panther and sort of this setting and set in this setting, really 95% of the film um and so yeah it definitely falls up there and you know with the the great story and the uh you know most of the visuals and and, you know the 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 characters and design everything um sort of black panther you kind of have like a family affair you know you have like a uh an ensemble cast where Doctor strange only had maybe just a handful of people for the most part Uh, batman creators could take notice yeah yeah (laughs) exactly um, but yeah, I, I, I think it falls up there. It's, it's definitely high up there for sure. It's, yeah. it's definitely, uh, it's definitely up there getting close to, uh, you know, sort of civil war and winter soldier. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it stands, it stands out there in the, in the universe. Um, I also felt, and you know, and as much as it doesn't like break the mold of the Marvel, uh, way the Marvel seal of quality, mm-hmm. um, it, it, it also, even though it doesn't break those rules or anything like that, it also shows so much new stuff that we've never seen and a new kind of approach to this type of film, uh, being that it's like, you know, so African influenced black actors and whatnot. Um, uh, and also one thing I wanted to point out was the connections it has to like the Lord of the Rings being that, you know, Andy Serkis are in it and, uh, (laughs) and Martin Freeman, you know what I mean? And like, there's that, that meme, that they're the Tolkien, Tolkien white guys. <laughs> really yeah. Funny. Yeah. Um, but it's also really cool that, you know, like where Lord of the Rings was, what it did for like fantasy films and effects and those guys involvement in it. And then where we are now with Black Panther being this like Afro futurist fantasy film with those guys kind of like, you know, their faces are in it too. You know, like that to me was really kind of like a fun thing to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how far we've come and where fantasy and sci-fi and stuff is moving. Um, so yeah, it definitely stands out in the Marvel universe on its own in a lot of ways, but is also keeping that structure that they're building. It you know they they really thought it out. It's really tight. Um, yeah, yeah. So Maddie, I wanted to ask you what what was your probably like your favorite scene out of the whole film? Hmm. Geez, that's a good one. There's a there's like a lot. Um, yeah, I would probably cool. say, even though I did have some issues with the final battle sequence, but I liked that every character you met to that point did something. 
Mm -hmm. everyone like we were talking about how like well-rounded the script is i love that everett ross wasn't just like a cia lackey because he was kind of that in um oh god (laughs) um went to civil war yeah yeah um he like he didn't really do much but we had to introduce him right like uh it was important we needed him and i love that he wasn't just like oh that you know what are we gonna do with this white guy um and he wasn't like a bumbling idiot like he did have a purpose he's good shit Uh, I like that the um, the younger sister, even though she did have a big part, she's like the weapons person. Like when she was building those like panther gauntlets, I was like, what the fuck are those panther gauntlets for? Yeah. And then she puts them on. She's like, yeah, I just made some blasters, motherfucker. And I'm like, yeah, you did. Use them shits. And I like that, you know, no one like, I just thought the way they did the last battle sequence with like maybe the civil war between them again. And like, I just really liked how like, a lot of the characters looked around and was kind of looked like I was like when I was watching, I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You unite as one come against Killmonger. What are you doing? And it's like I liked when everyone kind of realized that. And I thought that scene was like really well done. Whereas I didn't really care for the battle between the two Black Panthers. And I just want to yeah. say that cool ass mask he just takes from the museum. Yeah. Like, why couldn't that have just been his costume, man? Yeah, that shit was like, awesome. Like, he could have just been souped up on fucking Black Panther juice. What the fuck that shit was? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, he had some other kind of thing. But, like, I just, like, Black Stephen Panther. said, I didn't, I didn't need to see another Black Panther, or like, whatever he was. You know, I, like, yeah. I feel like they could have stylistically done something a little different. And like, yeah. how do you get that suit, man? Like, you just get that suit. Like, uh, I, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I would have liked to have seen a little variation between it. And I think that would have been better to like have him in a more realistic suit. And then that way we could have maybe gotten a little more, you know, realistic um, fight scenes like with them in suits instead of um, all that CG shit. Yeah. But I really like that final battle sequence. Yeah. And when that guy blew the horn, I was like, what the fuck is that horn for? Yeah. And I was like, oh, look at them motherfucking rhinos coming. I was like, this is like your fantasy movie where this will be fucking Daenerys with their motherfucking dragons. We get motherfucking rhinos and Wakanda. And I was like, sweet. Yeah, um, yeah I just thought that was cool, even though I thought that CG was weak. I thought it was a cool idea. And I like, you know, man, I just like fucking animals and monsters and shit. So, yeah, of course I'm going to like that shit. Um, but, yeah, I thought that last that big battle sequence with everyone in it, like kind uh-huh. of fighting and like before they get to the final versus between the two uh black panther and um killmonger i really liked that i thought it was really well done and i thought it was like in my opinion the strongest battle in the entire uh movie Uh uh-huh so yeah definitely how about you joey uh do any scenes stick out to you yeah i've got i think i've I've got three um one one's a funny one so i'll start with that one the scene where uh the sister tells uh uh, uh, T'Challa to, to kick the suit or to hit the suit. Yeah, he, 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 kicks, he kicks it across the room, and she's like, oh, "Why are you kicking? St- like, why why are you coming my lab and start kicking stuff?" And she's like, all upset. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Told me to strike it. Yeah, I told you to strike it, and he's just kicking my stuff everywhere. <laughs> that was really good. She goes back and picks the you know the mannequin up and brings it back, and uh, I thought that was really funny. Oh, um, yeah. The so. Um, Killmonger. Well, uh, okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and lead with this one. So this this will be my second one. Um, T'Challa goes into back into the world to find Claw. Um, he fails at uh, capturing Claw, but mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan, who Claw is in cahoots with, mm-hmm. uh, Michael B. Jordan basically kills Claw, and that's his end to bring mm-hmm. 
claw to uh, sort of justice in a way, you know. Yeah. Um, so he brings him to Daniel Kaluuya's character. Uh, so his Daniel Kaluuya's character wanted T'Challa to go and def- in avenge his father's death from Civil War, I believe yeah. that's when that happened. Yeah. Uh, with the building being blown up, and so Black Panther comes back empty-handed, and Daniel Kaluuya is you know pretty upset because he's like, "Oh, which you're just like your father and our ancestors doing nothing. You yeah. know, we're just letting this killer run around, and you have the power to stop him, and mm-hmm. so you basically let me down again." And so that's when Killmonger comes in with Claw and sort of like sows, you know, the, 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 uh, where Daniel Kaluuya's character alliances. Yeah, yeah. Finds an alliance with him. And so he sort of is with Killmonger during the, the challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we're at the challenge. Um, Killmonger wins, throws T'Challa off the, into the water, off the waterfall. Um, but we come to find out that within this challenge, the the defeated has to either die or submit, and mm-hmm. neither happened. And mm-hmm. so Killmonger didn't really become king because uh, T'Challa was still king, and I thought that was really cool because I totally didn't even think about that. Like the you know I, they didn't really explain the rules to us. We we're all like, oh man, we're fucked. There's a new uh, uh, Black Panther, and they got to do the challenge if T'Challa wants it back. But it's like the challenge never ended. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they sort of finished that and um, yeah sort of the uh, Killmonger coming in to with, with the body to Daniel Kaluuya to like uh, turn him against T'Challa that mm-hmm. funny scene and the yeah. realization that T'Challa's still king so those three yeah. things awesome. <laughs> um, yeah for myself I really liked um, the challenge scenes both of the challenge fight scenes are really good yeah. Cool, loca- cool, like location and, mm-hmm. and background characters and stuff. Um, I also really liked when you got the street level kind of daily life of Wakanda, mm-hmm. and it's very much Thor, like Thor Ragnarok, and they had those like hover trains and shit. It was like that mm-hmm. shit was so cool. I want to live in that world, you know. That was so cool. Um, I also uh, really loved all the stuff with with, like I said earlier, like the stuff with the sister and the gadgets and. Um, you know, like T'Challa kind of coming into his own uh, for the most part, you know, like there was a lot of other, I'm pretty sure there's other scenes, but those are probably the ones that stick out to me the most. Uh, I call them sneakers. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I actually, I love that one part when she goes, what are those? Like referencing the meme. Are you guys familiar with that at all? No. Oh man, it's, it's a pretty prevalent meme. It was an old vine where like people would from behind the camera would be like, what are those? And like clown on people's funny shoes. Oh, okay. Uh, I know the damn Daniel, but I yeah, heard that look one. it up. They're really funny. And so they referenced that. And I was like, that's cool. Because one thing I like yeah. that Ryan Coogler did in Creed was he balanced the kind of cinematic environment that we're used to, but he's also allowing kind of the millennial sensibilities into his films yeah. and stuff like that, which is really cool. So that was a part that I really liked. Yeah. Um, I like, I like that about Black Panther too, real quick. That it didn't seem like they were didn't know what was going on because they got a lot of references. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, I think that's another thing. Ryan bring, bringing Ryan Coogler in to direct this, he brings a kind of like youthfulness yeah. to it, and that's probably why we have Kendrick Lamar and like a lot of doing the soundtrack. Whereas if anyone else would have directed it, it would probably have been a totally different feel to it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so anyway, moving on uh, from that, uh, what about uh, what are your favorite characters, Maddie, or least favorite characters throughout the film? 
I, I'd say the weakest for me is probably Killmonger at points, but I mean, I really love the scenes with his dad when he does the, uh, you know, the fucking spiritual uh, dimension walk. Um, I thought those scenes were great. You know, I don't, th I liked everyone. I mean, him being the weakest at some points um, isn't like that bad. I thought everyone was, I thought everyone was fucking great, man. I didn't have an issue. Like there was no point. I was like, Oh my God, get this guy off the screen for fuck's right. sake. Yeah. And like, I think the greatest thing about this movie is that uh, everyone had a fucking purpose, man. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't feel like anyone was wasted at any point. I mean, if they were wasted, you didn't, they didn't have a name. They were just like a mindless guard. They were just a guard, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's cool. Cause it's hard. I mean, if someone asked me to write the black Panther movie, then uh, juggle all these fucking characters. I'd be like, dude, I fucking can't do it. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> you know? Cause it's hard to do, man. And make everyone interesting and like care yeah. about them. Like I never thought I'd care about Everett Ross, but man, I didn't, I thought he was going to die. <laughs> I was gonna die. I didn't want him to. I was like, no. Nah. Kind of didn't want Ulysses Claude to die either, even though he's a pretty shitty dude and I don't like him. Yeah. I was like, man, he's a good villain. You gotta keep him. Yeah, totally. Um, so I, I just think everyone did a great job acting like like I mean, I like them all, man, but if I had to choose if I had to choose one, I mean, um fucking T'Challa, man. The guy, uh what's his name? Chadwick Bozeman? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, I think that dude's a, if it wasn't for him paying T'Challa in Civil War and this, like that dude's a fucking powerhouse, dude. He yeah. commands the fucking screen. He is Black Panther. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't have a solid Black Panther in this film, or I mean, it probably would have been fine in Civil War because ensemble cast, but he really led this movie, in my opinion. Um, I think he yeah. just, dude, he can just, uh, he was, in my connect circles. And also the ladies in this film are fucking badass. So and bad. I fear all of them. I never want to be. No, everyone's great, man. I can't. It's it's yeah solid. Yeah. How about you, Joey? I I have to agree with Maddie. I I kind of I kind of wish I had a little more, and uh, with Daniel Kaluuya's character, the guy with the rhinos. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm trying to remember. They were they they were pretty much just friends, or uh, were they? I, yeah, I think they were like like really good friends. Like yeah. they like grew up okay. together and stuff. And, tribes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I may have wanted a little more of that. Just to kind of get the, the you know, to have more impact on the sort of uh, the changing sides of mm -hmm. the points I talked about earlier. But I mean, other than that little snippet, I mean, that's that's uh, basically a throwaway almost. Um, yeah, I totally agree with Maddie in every way. Like I, uh, yeah. they were all great and did played their roles and had their funny moments and their serious moments and. Um, Umbaka, I thought was was great. You know, just his his comments. You know, sort of in his area or the uh, you know in the mountains. Yeah, um, yeah man. Fuck Hell yeah, everybody. Hell yeah, yeah. Um, for me, I really you know I loved the sister character. She was a lot of fun to watch. You know, all these people aside from T'Challa himself, who is like what Maddie was saying, takes the stage. Um, I love Okoye. She's just such a badass, and her spear work is so cool, man. Mm -hmm. They really taught her some cool shit when she's um, – I forget exactly what moment it is, but she throws that bar around her neck and, like, catches it, and, like, just the choreography was so sick with her. Um, also love Nakia. Great, strong female characters. Nakia was tight. I like how she wanted to stay and finish her missions or, like, be out in the world. And not just like hunkering down in Wakanda, like basking in the glory of their of their world. Um, but she like she wanted to be out there and in the dirt and stuff. And Lupita Nyong'o, I like I never saw the movies that she 
kind of broke on the scene for and I was only really familiar with like her character in Force Awakens, um, the weakest character in my opinion. So I was like, I don't even really know, but man, she's like an awesome, she's so gorgeous and she really had a lot of presence too. That was great. Um, I loved Everett, I love Martin Freeman across the board. He's one of my favorite dudes ever. His character's good, I like how they're handling it. I like how they're building this relationship you know, uh, with um, with all the superheroes that he kind of gets to intermingle with. Um, loved Claw, Andy Serkis. I think out of the entire movie, I think Andy Serkis probably was my favorite performance. He just like, that dude just goes for it. He is all in. Yeah. Um, and even though she wasn't one of like the stronger standout characters, Angela Bassett as the mother, I really liked one just because I love Angela Bassett. Um, and another, she had that white, like, dready hair. I'm like, how did they not cast her as Storm? <laughs> as right. Storm. <laughs> yeah. As Storm. Um, and, and, and you could still do it. She's still gorgeous. She still looks fucking great. Just cast her as Storm. I know she's already the mom in this, but you could do, like, younger X-Men and older mentor-like Storm. I don't know. Just do it. <laughs> but anyway, I'd watch it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and for the most part, those are all, all my characters. I thought I – thought, uh, you know, and, and the weaker being like, yeah, Killmonger. I feel like he could have been a little stronger. I wish he would have kept the mask on longer. The father character, he's got that weird glass eye or something going on, kind of distracting, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Um, uh, and then, but yeah, overall, like really great handling of all these good actors and, and the way that they intermingle together. Um, so anyway, uh, moving along, uh, we pretty much covered the whole film more or less without spoiling too much um what do you guys think of the end credit scenes maddie um i really liked uh, i think joey mentioned it earlier about how it's like you uh like they go to the u.n and like how it's like what's what kind of got well we already know we saw the fucking movie so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm interested to see how things develop like because i mean we have infinity war coming out so that's going to be yeah. an event that will affect the world but and then looks like some of it takes place on Wakanda, maybe most of it, which is great because we go back to Wakanda. Um, mm. And I think whatever that fight scene that's going to throw down there looks pretty dope. Um, mm. But um, yeah, I'm very interested to see like in a Black Panther two how much they've helped out um, yeah. with the world, and like maybe it's just Oakland to start, or you know maybe most of LA, something like that would be cool to see, and like their Wakanda's effects, like on America or the world, whatever. Um, I thought that was a really cool thing. And I was like, cause after it aired, I was like, wait, is there another one? You gotta get, you gotta set me up for infinity war here. Like, yeah. you can't leave me out. What the fuck? Yeah. So I had to like Google search real quick. I was like, is there another post credit scene? Yeah, I did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. So the next one is we get to see, um, winter soldier basically. And what he's, what, what he's been up to and he's been living in this tiny ass village. He ain't got no metal arm and they fixed him apparently. And yeah. I will say this, I saw that scene and I went and he turns and she's like, how are you feeling? And he's like, call me Bucky, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I feel good. She's like, come with me. You have a lot to learn. I was like, next fucking Captain America. They better <laughs> do it. They better fucking do it. But then I was like, I don't want Chris Evans to die. No. Oh. So, uh, but I would love to, I just, I think it'd be cool if they kind of continued on and like he took on the mantle of Cap if he does fall uh -huh. in Infinity War. Um, or something like that, I think would be very interesting. I thought maybe it'd be even cool because he doesn't have an arm. What if he became a new Iron Man? Um, mm. Because, I mean, I don't know. I don't think he's ever done it in the comics, but at this point, I don't care, man. Like, if I want to read the comic, I'll just go read the fucking comic. You know, like, show me something I haven't seen this character do before. 
Yeah. You know, like I would love to see him, like if Iron Man follows him, pick up that arm and attach it or something, if he loses his arm again and like use the blaster. I don't know, dude, like <laughs> it's fucking endless. And, you know, I think it'd be really cool if we get to see Bucky become something. And I like that actor a lot too. Yeah, me too. Definitely. I think he's a really solid actor and uh, I don't think I've seen him in too much, but everything I've seen him in, he's been good in. Yeah. But I love him as Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier's up there with my favorites. Uh, mm-hmm. He's great. Uh, I love him and Chris Evans together. Yeah. Just like old friendship is really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought the post credit scenes were really well done and uh, they weren't like a, at no point was like, you wasted my time. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'd like to have seen Thanos, of course, because come on guys, yeah. it's almost that time. So, but uh, yeah, man, I liked them. I thought they were good. Hell yeah. How about you, Joey? Uh, I like them. They're very, just kind of, they're very small scenes. There's, yeah. yeah, there's definitely not like a big reveal, like at the end of Avengers or something where, you know, uh, Thanos shows up. Um, but it definitely shows that like Bucky is now cured. There's no more brainwashing. Um, he doesn't have an arm. So that leads us to maybe him having a uh, vibranium arm mm. uh, in, in uh, Infinity War. Um, you know, it's cool seeing uh, T'Challa going to the UN talking about Wakanda and like making them, uh, uh, I guess, public now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I thought they were really good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also thought I liked that they were like a little more subtle uh, mm-hmm. in, in leading in because we already have the trailer for infinity War. we know it's coming, you know, it's like nothing is going to prepare us even more for that. I mean, maybe it could, if, you know, like you said, that there's more Thanos or something, but I like that. They were nice. I like that uh, T'Challa opens up Wakanda. Um, and it lends a lot of like uh, it lends a lot of connection to Tony's new like nanotech armor, um, mm-hmm. being very similar to the Black Panther armor. Now it just kind of materializes onto him. Um, and then the one with uh, Bucky was really cool. I was really surprised to see that he didn't have that arm, and you know that it probably has some kind of control over him, or maybe he got rid of it because of the whole Winter Soldier thing or whatever. I got to rewatch those other movies, uh, but it was really good. And then again, the the little sister character, she's. Badass for being like really young and being so wise and smart and full of attitude. Really, really good stuff. The act speech that he gives at the UN is really good. Um, oh, yeah. Definitely. It was kind of hopeful, man. It was like, yeah, we can be a better, like even in the real world, not comic book world, but like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Where's T'Challa at now? Definitely. I want him as president. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Joey, did you have any final remarks going out? Uh, go see it. It's a solid movie. Uh, Marvel does it again. Uh, you know, I want more. Um, go fucking go blow it up at the box office. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Now we have Andrew just hot off of his screening of the Black Panther um, joining with us right now. So, Andrew, uh, just first off, what are your brief overall thoughts on your viewing of Black Panther? All right. So I was really looking forward to this film and the film really delivered. I thought, I mean, this is like a, this is an A, maybe an A plus film for me. I thought, I thought it was amazing. Um, I mean, last year we got one of the best films that year in February from a black director. And it looks like we had a repeat this year, you know, we had to get out last year. And then this year we have this from, from Ryan Coogler. So it's, uh, it's pretty awesome actually. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, was there anything about this film that you disliked in particular? Um, there wasn't so 
there actually wasn't a whole lot because this is kind of an A film, an A plus film for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say the only thing is there there are some like minor parts where it maybe drags in the middle slightly, and they also like they seem to keep coming back to the same territory. Like he, uh, they go to the um, the the world of the ancestors a few times, and they go they do the whole thing where he gets buried a few times, and that mm-hmm. whole thing. I thought that like they just having to keep revisiting that was sort of a drag but even that like it wasn't a total minus either you know it was just kind of like eh, it could have been maybe a little better but you know it's it's still it's fine you know what i mean like other than that i, I mean it's not much man honestly yeah that's good you oh, know yeah. The yeah. Reason why it's a hit. i mean uh, basically yeah basically yes <laughs> what were some of the things that really stood out to you that you really really liked not scenes in particular but just like things that caught your eye or stuck with you throughout the movie all right so I'm I'm the guy. We're everybody around our age is are, is the generation that saw the Lion King when they were young, and uh, that introduced sure. you to like uh you know as a kid to African type things, and also and I know this movie has a white savior complex. All right, I know the movie's not perfect, but I also grew up really loving the Air Up There by Disney, and uh-huh. that, that involves a white dude going to save a fucking tribe. Um, well, not to save the tribe. Actually, he's going to recruit a basketball player in uh in uh somewhere in africa i can't can't remember Uh the country and um so that also involves like a lot of you know a celebration of african culture to a certain degree and um i don't know it was a way to kind of peek into africa a little bit especially when i was a kid Mm-hmm. And um, what else? Oh, I, I love I fucking loved Blood Diamond when that came out a few years ago. Yeah. I do. I do. Look, I don't just like Japanese culture. I actually like French culture. I like British culture. I am a fan of culture. I didn't just go over to Japan to fuck chicks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I like culture. So <laughs> this includes this. This includes African culture. Okay. Uh-huh. I, 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 the mass, the dances what they're wearing i love the 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 afrofuturism and we got fucking spaceships in africa and fucking uh what do you call it like the buildings and and like they they talk about hover bikes and fucking you know battle rhinos and shit like that shit was fucking awesome dude you know so um i mean i love like the the colors and the 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 art direction the costumes and the and the action of course was great and the the humor was great um Basically, yeah. Every, I mean, I can go on and on and on and on. I mean, yeah. but again, a big plus is kind of what makes honestly what makes this one different, especially from Luke Cage. You know, because they've already, at least on the small screen, they had a black hero. That it was Luke wow. Cage, right? Wow. They've had Blade, but sure. this one is more slightly more uplifting, I guess, and and set in Africa. So there's really a lot to be said about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I that 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 was. That was that was what it was for me, you know. Like that was that was really cool, and I can only imagine what it's like for black people seeing this film, you know. I, I being a white person, will can never know. I mean, that's that's <laughs> fucking incredible. So. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, it does really open up, um, you know, that argument where people are like, "Blade's the first black superhero." Like, yeah, for sure, but the world he was in didn't express the same cultural implications as Black Panther kind of came packed in with. So yeah, I mean, I like, you know, it's, it's not, not the, the first, first black ser- superhero movie for sure, but, but it's, it's the first it's one that's kind of uplifting in a certain way and and a celebration of African yeah, culture. Yeah. In this movie, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a it's a leap forward. Yes, um, definitely. Yeah. So box office aside, uh, how do you feel like it stacks up against the other Marvel films? Uh, in your opinion, just as Ben just as Ben Juan told me many weeks ago, 
actually told me whenever we went to go film the uh, Batman 66 exhibit, uh-huh. ben, ben Juan works for Disney, okay? Uh-huh. So he sees these movies really early. Again, that's our senior Batman correspondent. Ben and he, he told me that it's a top-tier Marvel film. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I agree with him. It's top-tier. I would say, like, this is this movie is officially in it's Avengers one good. It's uh guardians, of the galaxy volume one. Good. Uh-huh. It's uh winter soldier. Good. It's maybe better than civil war. Good. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, Ooh, yeah. this, I mean, this movie might be better than civil war. It's that fucking good. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, like yeah. the lowest of the low tiers, what iron man two and Thor two, uh, it's just, you know? So, um, I would say, at the complete opposite end of the spectrum, the good side, it's this film. And it very well could be the best Marvel film. It's, you know, it might depend on your mood. And especially if you're a black person, fucking, I totally get it. This is the yeah. fucking best Marvel film ever fucking made. This yeah. is the glory. This is the, on the high. This I'm is not going to say Ant Man. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to say Ant Man for sure. Like, even though that was a good movie. And maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. you're a fucking Latino American having fucking Michael Pena in there, like you, Stefan. Like, maybe, I don't know how you stand on this. He's but. the only Marvel hero I got. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, just a matter of time you know what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> so so yeah i mean i mean yeah you know it's it's fucking up there it's way uh, way up there yeah. well you pod superhouse podcast listeners if you catch yourself sleeping you hear to hear first <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh, and again, uh, yeah. if you're sleeping we're spoiling the fuck out of this movie so anyway, yeah, for what, sure. were you, what were you saying man um yeah no just so moving on uh do you have a favorite scene in particular or a group of favorite scenes that really captured your um head? I, it, honestly the the end scene really is going to stick in my head for a long time like uh, the ending lines from uh, michael b jordan where he says the the whole thing about um bury me or throw me in the ocean because the my the ancestors that uh that jumped off the boat and drowned they knew that death was better than bondage yeah that's some deep ass shit and and the you know people and people often uh you know you can say that marvel movies aren't very deep and you know when you go see thor ragnarok or something like that it's really honestly it's not that deep of a movie it's just a fun romp you know it's a fun ride but this but this you know this one is a lot heavier you know and and i mean not to say it's the heaviest thing in the world you know but it's it's heavy for a superhero film and um i'd say i'd say that was 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 on top and um as a single scene and um yeah and yeah i guess it's the ending like where he's like you know i can save you like anytime you have a fucking like the the villain is so you can be so sympathetic towards the villain like this Uh, yeah and and the hero that's look this is what the fucking this is the name of the game superheroes aren't just action you learn their morals yeah okay and that he sh- it shows his morals at this last scene. Mm-hmm. I, I was about to kill you, but now that you're showing mercy and you seems like you might you might this is, we're at a point where you yield and I've beaten you. I don't have to kill you. I'm I will save you. You know mm-hmm. the moral right there. That's everything. Yeah. Not and 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 not just that. Like the whole like the very the, the point the very fact that they will rebuild in the area where his father um cause the most strife right yeah that was a really cool uh, rebuilding in the same building we're going to repurpose it we're not going to we're not going to tear it down we're not going to blow it up with our fucking uh spaceship it's uh it's this is going to serve a purpose and um god the third act is great you know i mean i I love everything going up to it oh and uh i gotta say umbaku 
oh god such a great character man you know like the supporting characters that kind of yeah, steal the yeah. show like he was great like ytt's purple character i forget his fucking name but he kind of steals the show yeah. a bit in, in uh thor ragnarok yeah yeah Baku, man fucking great man like i'm just kidding we're vegetarians you know yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. And, and the way they, they shut down the white man like you do not get to talk here like <laughs> Oh my fucking god, dude! Like I thought that was incredible. You know, like yeah. what the fuck else is an African supposed to say to white? Like, like, like I'm white myself, you know. But like, I get it. Like, you got fucking hundreds of years of bullshit going on in this in this continent. You know what I'm saying? Like, just to see that in a fucking movie, like, ah, oh, dude, black people must be losing their minds over that scene. Yeah, can't sure. wait for Jeremy to come on uh, <laughs> yeah, next definitely. week. Yeah, um, take. And it all, and also it kind of felt like in in scenes like that where it kind of felt like um this is uh this is Game of Thrones in Africa. Mm-hmm. My king, I beseech yeah. you and your armies to join my side. And then these guys like I don't know, you know. Yeah. And, and then they join. Like it kind of felt it kind of felt Game of Thronesy, but in Africa, yeah. which is really fucking sweet. Again, I've said this on Twitter a lot, and I've <laughs> said this a few times on Facebook, I think. But if if they keep making fantasy set in Europe, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. True, right. If I see fucking orcs one more time, I will fucking commit seppuku on spot. I fucking I'm, look. They're great. Game of Thrones are one of my favorite fucking shows. But look, that's old Europe. I'm fucking done. I'm fucking done. I don't. Not that I don't care, but we've seen it a thousand fucking times. And yeah. th- this is look for me again. This is not some sort of weird reverse racism where I hate white people. It's just, <laughs> it's just the sense that it's been done to fucking death. It's like a fucking Dracula movie. We've yeah. seen Dracula eight thousand fucking times. <laughs> not to say that there's not going to be another good Dracula movie, but like, let's switch it the fuck up. Like, sure. you know, you could you could do Game of Thrones in fucking the Middle East and, you know, the palaces in fucking in the desert or whatever. And uh-huh. you can go into the Maori tribe or, you know, like you could do the same Afrofuturism type of shit and have like spaceism, spaceships and shit in fucking Maori tribes and shit, Aborigine, whatever the Aztecs. fuck. Aztec. Yes, exactly. And then you get your fucking, you know, Latino hero there or so whatever. Like. <laughs> Like and like Teotihuacan in uh, Mexico, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that would be fucking sweet to throw in the fucking the fucking like alien type of shit that you know Teotihuacan is like the fucking you know Area 51 in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like that's a fucking direct. Uh, there you go. There's fucking sci-fi in Mexico. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, it sounds awesome. It's just, yeah. It's it's just like we've. We've just seen European culture done so many fucking times. Yeah. And, and again, it could be great. Like again, Game of Thrones. It's one of my favorite fucking shows. It's just like if. Let's just let's just do it differently. Like, when you think of like fantasy, most people are going to think of some white motherfucker in ancient Europe, and it's mm-hmm. just like there's more fantasy than that. And if you look at like the monsters in Japan, and I'm sure J- China and all of them, like Viet- what does Vietnam what does Vietnam have? You know, like Vietnam probably has a lot. You yeah. know, like, they got the like, but like in Japan they got Kappa and they got the fucking like, um, you know that fucking um, Kasa, the umbrella guy, yeah. umbrella monster, and all that shit. You know, you see it in their tattoos and shit. We watch anime, you see it. You know, we play video games yeah. from time to time. So, um, yeah. Anyway, I'm, this is a fucking huge tan- tangent, man. But yeah, I, that, um, yeah, I would say those things. Oh, and the other st- scene that kind of uh, stood out to me were the uh, was the scene where fucking um, Michael B. Jordan goes to see his dad in the vision. Uh-huh. You have the villain crying on scene, bro. The villain's crying on scene. Uh, I mean, and Loki, I believe Loki has cried a bit, but that, that's the thing, though. People have said Loki's been the best villain 
on yeah. the big screen. This is not counting Kingpin, uh, uh-huh. Daredevil, because he's definitely uh, he's definitely up there if you count them. So, um, but I mean, yeah, that was fucking great. I, you know, so um, yeah, I would say I would say that scene was just fucking was was excellent, man. Really fucking good. Awesome. Hell yeah, I. I like your tangent. What you went off on was pretty. <laughs> passionate. <laughs> I'm a fan of culture, you know. So I'm, yeah. look, European culture is great, you know. Like uh, it's no, I think it's I just think it's just one of the cultures in the world, you know. But there's many other cultures. The world will benefit from the enough is enough. Like there's plenty of places you can go. Hell yeah, Superhouse podcast pushing the boundaries of fiction culturally. To what and point? Again, Yes, and and for me again, it's not some weird, it's not weird reverse racism. It's just it's just for the sake of fucking variety. Variety, yeah, definitely. That's it. I'm not even trying to be a social justice warrior. You know what I'm saying? Like people try to make fun of online these days. Like, you know, it's it's God. It's really like there. It is. It's a little bit of that, but it's just a lot of like, how many orcs we going to do, bro? How many orcs are we going to do? I think it's 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 now we're starting to see the very beginnings of that with Black Panther. I hope. I hope so. Yeah. So moving on, are there any, um, who are some of your favorite characters or least favorite for that matter? Favorite. Okay. Well, obviously it's Black Panther, but then also supporting sure. characters um, got to be uh, Umbaku. Umbaku, um, yeah, for sure. And then Shuri, the uh, Q uh, from James uh-huh. Bond, the uh, the gadget girl. Yeah. God, it sounds a little sexist, but um, <laughs> she <laughs> was the person. young woman that created the gadgets yeah. and the technology for Wakanda as a whole, it looked like. And um, I thought she was awesome. Um, of course, uh, what's her name? Okoye, uh-huh. the uh, main warrior chick that threw off the wig. Um, she was also a real badass. I've, I've been reading online that she stole the show for a lot of people as well. And I get that. But for me, it's Umbaku and Shuri all the way. Fucking thought they were great, man. Oh, yeah, definitely. And also, I mean, he was a bad character in the show. But, at, you know, acting wise, um, what's the guy's name? Uh what it starts with a w um the guy the the military leader guy that turned on him um oh um, what was his name uh his name is daniel something in real life he was he was great too i mean acting wise of course you know he's not a very likable character but yeah i mean he was casting that role for a reason he was excellent yeah definitely was he in jobu no i'm not sure I remember I think it was there it's always like it's like a consonant and then um <laughs> I had them written down earlier. It's, it's like a consonant and then an apostrophe and then something right. else like Tichala Tichaka yeah. and, and uh Umbaku Umbaku. Yeah. Uh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah, I think Shuri, I didn't know much about Black Panther, never read much Black Panther going into this, but I, I definitely like Shuri a lot. And Umbaku, I, I just, yeah, I don't know. They were, they were cool, man. They were really cool. I like that. I like the idea that she's, she's more about moving forward, creating new technologies, and she, she's not really one for tradition, mm-hmm. and um, which I think is kind of a, it, it, it plays a, it, it's, it's good to play against that, you know, in the drama and all that. You know, I thought it was pretty cool. Oh, I, the other scene. Going yeah. back to the other question, real quick. Yeah. So in Creed, in in Creed, uh. The, at the very end, there's an entrance scene of the uh, opponent opponent fighter, uh-huh. and he, the, the, there's that whole scene where he blows fire, uh-huh. and it's in slow motion. That's one of the best scenes that year that I saw. I fucking love uh-huh. that scene. So in this one, there's another great. It, it's Umbaku again, but it's it's a great entrance scene when yeah. they, when those when his tribe are walking in mm-hmm. to fight in the first challenge. 
Yeah. I was like, man, Kugler fucking, fucking kills entrance scenes, dude. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They're... <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, dude. I've... God, that was so great, man. That Amazing. Was cool. That was way cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, how do you feel about the end credit scenes? Uh, yeah, they were um, they're pretty good. I mean, really, uh, what is what did the mid credit scene like? Kind of like accomplish? It just kind of showed that like, like, like they were just becoming more and more open, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, like, the movie mainly mainly accomplished that though. So I just kind of felt like it was just a little bit more icing on the cake. It wasn't really anything new, right? Yeah. Well, and one thing it does tie to that I noticed was in the Infinity War trailer, Tony Stark's armor kind of like materializes around him. In a, uh, in a different way so i'm guessing the technology of wakanda and the way that the black panther suit materializes around is something that nanotech is similar um yeah so so, it, so even though they're very subtle or that first one in particular is very subtle i think it has huge implications for where these movies are going technologically speaking dude we're going to talk about that i, I have a few things sure. to say about the uh where predictions where the mcu might be going uh, Very well. at, the, at the end of this but yeah i, I for sure and caps shield too uh-huh. uh seems like that might be wakanda and i'm not really sure but yeah uh, it's vibranium it is oh, right okay in the new movies the uh, new one the one yeah not, of course that was that, that, yeah. that's my assumption yeah yeah the, the one that's kind of it's a black color and it's kind of like uh forms around him yeah so uh, what's the, what was the next question oh yeah um, the, oh, the, the final the final credit scene yeah so there's like a little um the final, final one with uh, Winter Soldier, with Bucky, uh, they they even kind of hinted that with like another white boy, another broken white boy for us to fix. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh shit, yeah, they put him in Wakanda. Like that was cool, and I'm glad that they went back to that. And um, it's another dude with uh, with no arm, but obviously a, a good guy this time. And uh, it's interesting because it's kind of you like Bucky's been through a lot. You know, yeah. he's he's been. Um, He's been uh, brainwashed to hell and back, and he's fought his, well, his friend's best friend or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, he's kind of just been through a lot emotionally and, and and frozen for years and stuff. So to see him kind of look at the Wakandan sun, and the, it seems like he's found some inner peace, maybe. Yeah. Where that I is that what you gathered? Because that's kind of what I was gathering. Yeah, he definitely seems like he's he's in a different place emotionally yes which is which is good which is good because now the stakes are going to be raised much higher in the infinity war film so you know as the an audience we know that his laurels rest kind of in that heroic space now like he's he's redeemed in a lot of ways yes 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 he's I, i mean obviously he was brainwashed anyway so it kind of was never his fault to begin with uh he was just an antagonist because he was brainwashed. So he's kind of in a different spot than like, you know, Loki and other villains and, uh, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So you kind of can cut him some slack. And I think that just the fact that he's walking out in peaceful ass Wakanda, you know, after he, I guess he didn't see any of the war that was happening uh, throughout the Black Panther movie. But, you know, yeah, I, I, I assume, yeah, he's in a different emotional place and he's he's found some peace in Wakanda. So um, yeah. that's that's kind of what I was gathering from that. I don't know what's going to happen. And you get a, in Avengers three. Yeah, and you get a little bit more of Shuri, so that's always good. She was any more Shuri we can get. Yeah, Shuri was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she was good. Let me just say that. Yeah. So I mean, you know, any final remarks? You said you had some predictions for the sequels. What are you thinking? 
Final remarks. Well, A, uh, movie's excellent. Again, top tier Marvel film. But uh, as for... So this is not my own idea, but I've just been... You know, every time I see a movie, I've researched, more, I've researched before the movie and I've researched after the movie. So uh, people are talking about online that Shuri could very well be the next Iron Man uh, in the MCU. Ooh. And if if, you know... Big things, are, big things are coming, guys, in, in Avengers 3 and 4. We're looking at probably an entire team lineup change. Yeah. We're looking at maybe Spider-Man's going to stay, but he's never been on the team anyway, and he's young, and he's the most popular Marvel character. So he'll probably... Honestly, I think he's going to end up being the only white guy on the team. So <laughs> then we're going to we're going to have Shuri, who's, a, you know, already... We're going to... You know, she's already been established as the person that can make gadgets and shit like that. We already have Iron Man's suit forming like fucking how Shuri made it. So there's a, there's mm-hmm. something there. And um, Shuri is not far away from Riri. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so maybe yeah. they'll fucking do some weird shit with the name or something. Yeah. Ironheart. Yeah. Something Reassure like Reassure me. Reassure Something, man. I don't know. So I think that'll be cool. And I think maybe black panther could even be the lead we're looking at like shuri black panther falcon uh captain marvel um and uh thor thor probably leave too i don't know what's i don't know if there's gonna be like a thor type actually captain marvel might be the thor type character uh and uh like the heavy yeah and then um fucking yeah spider-man will be like the Anyway, yeah, it'll we're working like a totally different team lineup, and I yeah. think moving into a new phase. That's yes, the whole fucking thing's changing, and that that's how you do it, though. I mean, I mean, look at look at Star Trek, look at Power Rangers, look at um, any successful series that's lasted a long ass time. That you change up the lineup all the time. Yeah, you know, you 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 change you you switch it up as much as you can. So I think that we're gonna see that it's gonna be cool, and I think you know we're look Cap probably die, Iron Man will probably die. I don't know about the others, but. Um, yeah, my but I guess my main prediction is that is that I, I agree with the person I, I read online is that is that mm-hmm. Shuri will probably take over. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be way yeah. cool. That'll be fucking sweet. I mean, there's really been we saw a lot of black women in this. Mm-hmm. Uh badass black women. So it'll be cool to see, you know, now that we've had a black male lead. It'll be cool to see a black female led, and we are getting, you know, Wrinkle in Time this year and all that. That'll be very big, obviously, um, social progression wise. But uh, to see something happen in the MCU that mm-hmm. way, that would be cool. And we're seeing Domino; she's going to be coming out in fucking Deadpool too. So a lot of things happening through the back door, and uh, I think that it's uh, it's exciting, man. You know, it's exciting. Marvel's fucking are they sucking Satan's cock? Is that how? Is that what they did? To, <laughs> is that what they did to fucking um get the power and the knowledge to keep this going this strong <laughs> for so long? They just celebrated ten years, you know. It's, it's wrong. I don't want to be right. It's fucking. It's it's nuts, man. It's like it's like. Did they do it? Did they have a deal with the devil, man? It's it's just fucking nuts. It's nuts. It's nuts. What they did? Do you mean the success of it? And yeah, all? yeah. I mean, what other? I mean, James Bond, I guess, but just the fact. Yeah. But James Bond, at the same time, it's just one dude, and they're they don't really even like they're all kind of one shots, you know. They're not like an interconnecting universe, 
and the fact that Marvel's been able to kind of keep up this momentum, it's fuck, dude. It's insane, mm-hmm. man. Ka- Kevin Feige is a fucking genius, dude. Kevin <laughs> Feige also said that um, if you don't know, Kevin Feige is the top top dude at Marvel, uh, Marvel Studios and Marvel Movie Studios, uh, and he kind of calls all the shots. Mm-hmm. And really, him and Favreau, he kind of took the took what Favreau kind of built the initial idea with Iron Man one. But um, he's kind of helped keep this going. He's been kind of the mastermind of it all, Disney Marvel. And he said that Black Panther is the best Marvel film to date. Wow. Yeah. That's, his, that's his opinion. And you know what? He's, fuck, man, I can't uh-huh. say he's wrong. Yeah. I can't say he's wrong. I mean, Avengers 1 is, is fucking way up there. Civil War is way up there, like we said, Winter Soldier. But, you know, this was definitely a good one. Yeah, for sure. Totally agree. Good shit. Yeah, so that was uh, Superhouse episode 111. That's our review of the Black Panther. Um, just want to thank Shasta again for her contributions to our Patreon. Um, everybody go Thanks, check that out. Yeah. Everybody go check that out and throw us some bones if you got them. Uh, Superhouse blowing up 2018, son. Um, this is Stefan. Yeah. <laughs> this is Stefan signing off. This is Maddie signing off. Joey signing off. Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on. We are basically on all social media. <laughs> yeah, all social media. Mainly Facebook and Twitter and Patreon. Check out the links in the description. We have a lot of uh, cool goals uh, set up on our Patreon. Like if you donate a dollar you'll be able to uh, give us a topic for us to talk about. And we'll talk about for maybe an hour or more. Who knows how long it'll take. And that's pretty tight. (laughs) That's the coolest thing. (laughs) Wait, we're on the internet? That's pretty good. (laughs) And we can make money. (laughs) What? (laughs) If you donate $1,000, you get full frontal nudes. We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility. (laughs) You give us a grant, who knows what will happen. Check us out. I'll do that. (laughs) I'll do that. You get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. <laughs> but you pay for everything. <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. I'm a for a $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. Superhouse Gigolo Project. 2018. <laughs> Links in the description. <laughs>